Welcome to the Manx Theatre Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to episode 24 of the Manx Theatre Podcast with me, Neil Callan. In the last episode, we got a little bit carried away with the excitement of our second birthday and referred to it as episode 24 throughout the whole episode, when actually it was only episode 23. However, this really is episode 24, so sit back and enjoy. Thank you to everyone who's listened to our previous episodes. If you're brand new to the podcast, welcome along and thanks for joining us. In this podcast, we like to try and keep you up to date with what's going on in theatre on the Isle of Man and chat to the cast and creators of upcoming shows to find out a little bit more about the shows and the people behind them. You can still listen to all of our previous episodes through all the usual podcast outlets and at manxradio.com forward slash podcasts. Whilst you're there, make sure to subscribe, give us a like, rate and leave a little review and share with all your friends. You can also keep up to date with what's going on by following Manx Theatre Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and at Manx Theatre Pod on Twitter. Now, before I go any further, I have to take a moment to say a special hello to our very own superfan, Mandy Griffin, who's probably listening to this right now while she's taking her dog Fernando out for a walk. You're listening to the Manx Theatre Podcast with Neil Callan. So, I am joined here in the studio today by Alex Armstrong and Charlie Williams, who are here to launch their brand new theatre company and tell us all about their plans and an upcoming production. Alex, Charlie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very, very much, much for Neil, us. Yeah. Yeah. So, chaps, welcome along. Um, tell us all about your exciting new venture that you've got coming along. Yeah, there's a little bit of a, an exclusive, I suppose, of uh, the first person we're, we're speaking to about it. Charlie and I are launching a theatre company. We are um, indeed. Yeah, we'd, uh, this all started... I don't know, probably just over a year ago now. Yeah, I think it started as as many good or bad ideas do over a pint in a pub. Yes. Um, <laughs> I turned around to Alex and said, you know, I'd really like to do, I'd really like to start a theatre company and was waiting for kind of, okay, yeah, whatever. And Alex just went, so do I. And we're just going, oh, okay, are we, are we actually going to do this <laughs> What then? do we do now? Um, <laughs> um, and... Yeah, really over over the last couple of years, well, year and a bit, the, the idea's kind of snowballed and we actually don't know, we have an actual plan in place here and we, we both have a kind of a combined objective as to what we're wanting to get out of out of it and, you know, we're not just doing something ad hoc, we actually have a good idea and, yeah, yeah we kind of ran it from there, really. Yeah, I think we sort of thought there was a, that was a little bit of a, a gap in the market and, mm. and certainly something that we both have an interest in ourselves uh-huh. um, is the sort of more classic straight play mm-hmm. Um and uh, we sort of noticed that there seems to be a little bit of a, a lack of Shakespeare on the island. Oh, um, there's, there's a severe lack of Shakespeare <laughs> on the island. <laughs> and uh, so we thought, well, we're both sort of interested in in uh, Shakespeare's work and um, thought, well, let's let's give this a go. Let's see how, uh, how it goes and see if there's interest. We spoke to a few people and sort of said, you know, this is what we're thinking. If we were to do it, you know, would you be interested in it being involved or coming and watching? And... Uh, the, the, there was lots of positive comments so we thought right well we've <laughs> we've better do it now then <laughs> yeah because I, I was quite surprised because when i'd done um when i'd spoken to other actors because alex and i both come from different different approaches which is again something that we thought would be really good i come from the um, kind of performance side acting side alex from the um production and, and backstage and technical side and i'd spoken to other actors and you often kind of had this conversation where you went oh well, why we should maybe do shakespeare why don't we try this one and you go oh yeah no it's a good idea but um you don't really get the audiences on the isle of man i'm thinking you don't get the audiences i've seen you know i've seen companies come over from england and they do really well and yeah, yeah. i've seen some max companies occasionally do it and they do really well and i'm thinking oh, that, that doesn't really wash with me i don't get that and then the main one that i really didn't get was sometimes people would go well there's not really the there's not really the local talent to do shakespeare and i was kind of look at them and go what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> you know i've i've been to loads of plays and musicals and you're thinking these guys are really really good and this is amazing and they go yeah there's not really because it's quite high brown and so i'm thinking no it's not have you ever seen you know if you yeah. do it right it's yeah. never done and and you kind of met this a little bit from some people not everybody from some people you met a little bit of a wall and i and i kind of was talking to alex about this we said well, why 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 is that that's not a thing so um, I mean, we're not looking. I think Shakespeare's the main thing that we're looking at at the moment. Yeah. Generally speaking, down the line, you know, we're not trying to become the Isle of Man RSC or anything. It's <laughs> not like we're just we're going to build a theatre and we're just doing Shakespeare and that's it. It's a case of we thought that's something that can really um, develop. That's something that that people I think would enjoy, but also other classic theatre productions because we. I definitely don't come from a, albeit I am now in one, but I don't come from a musical sort of background. And there are some fantastic musical production companies and theatre groups over here that do amazing work every year. Mm -hmm. 
I think that market is definitely to a certain degree cornered. You know, yes. you've got the group to go. <laughs> it's, it's pretty full, the, isn't exactly. It? Yeah. The, you know, the massive. We we'd never be able to compete there. But in terms of um, professional approach, acting troops that really kind of are able to put together productions of of high quality of really good plays we thought well there is there is an element there you know there are some really good ones over here but there is an element there where we think we can slot in yeah and fill a niche and 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 for, for um and make good productions brilliant i mean i know for for many years i think the only real shakespeare that, that's been done on the island is any of the, the touring companies that come mm. across yeah. and, and they yeah. perform at either russian abbey or peel castle or, mm. or wherever around the island yeah and i think that the only i think the last production that was an island an on-island cast that i can think of was it must be early 2000s i think the the arts council did an all-island play and they did a version of the winter's tale mm. but that's you know like that's like nearly 20 years ago yeah now, so yeah, yeah. There's, it's been a long been a long time coming yeah I, yeah and i think that that's exactly that's exactly it you know i i I've seen some great cracking productions by some of the UK companies who come over, and and we're not trying to do some sort of let's just make it Manx and get rid of them and yeah. you know corner the market and no one else has come come over. But it was more a case of I'd like to give Manx actors and you know production uh, crew the opportunity to do the plays themselves rather than just see them and think oh I'd like to do that but I'd do it slightly differently or there's not the opportunity for me to do. Hamlet or yeah. you know Macbeth or you know these big these big shows that for a lot of actors are kind of you know the pinnacle they want mm. to do at some point they want to go I want to do I want to done Hamlet that's it I can die happy you know <laughs> so, I, I, there's a leer in everyone exactly <laughs> <laughs> well exactly and you, you're kind of going well why why can't we why can't we do that well it's too eyebrow and you know yeah. even Max actors aren't good enough you're thinking oh god so, you, you, so we we you know germinated the idea and yeah. Are now plunging deep, deep into the waters of the Manx theatre, of the Manx theatre community. Right. So, what's what's the, the what's the production then that you've you've got lined up? What's going to be your your first one? So, our first production is Much Ado About Nothing, oh. um, which uh, yeah, it's a good one to start yeah. on. I think it's one of my uh, favourites. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, <clears throat> we're very very fortunate to have the excellent uh, David Dawson on board with us. Oh, brilliant! Um, so David is going to be directing. Um, for us and uh, and again when we were speaking to him about this and uh, he, he just jumped on board straight mm. away and said yeah that sounds like a great plan i mm. want to be mm. involved in this yeah um so that's that's fantastic i think that i think what's what's surprising is the number of people who've actually when you we, when we tell them the idea we've come up with what we're doing they go that's great we agree with you entirely there's not yes. enough and they're thinking why has nobody done this <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there something we're missing here there's some terrible risk that everyone's going yes you do it you do it first um but no we, th- we thought much ado because it's a good all-round Shakespeare play. You know, yeah. we're not. It's not just tragedy. It's not just comedy. It's not just um, a romance. It's it's a bit of everything, and it's one that people know and it's accessible. And we thought for a first one to get our feet off the ground and show, look, you know, we can do this, and, yeah. and it's going to be good to get to get the Manx audience's trust. We went well. Let's do one that people, you know, know that is good. That's always well received. We hope. And, uh, <laughs> most people uh, know the story. Yeah, too as well. I, yeah. Most people know the story, and it's got a bit of something for everybody. I yeah. think. Brilliant. The all important question then: When is it on? So we've not yet firmed up dates uh, mm-hmm. completely, um, but we're looking at Easter of next year. Um, so it's just a case of liaising with uh, with the theatre and uh, working out when we can slot it in and fitting around other sort of busy schedules and uh, mm-hmm. other shows that are going on at the same time. But we're we're going to the King's Court Theatre, um, so we thought <clears throat> it's a nice, intimate space. Um, I think it works very well with the with the production, and uh, it just offers the audiences and the Manx public something different somewhere else to go mm. um, and of course the Kingsport Theatre is very well known at the moment for its live streaming of, uh, of National Theatre and tomorrow RSC stuff as well and um, hopefully uh, those existing audiences will come and, come yes. and support us as well and see the live version yes definitely yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, hopefully there's not a screening on at the same time <laughs> that would be a bit, a yeah. bit awkward yes <laughs> yeah, better, better check through the RSC make sure there's no screenings of much to do next year yes <laughs> <laughs> oh well if there is ours will be better ours will be better yeah. <laughs> it's been real be in the room yes, yes. yes. smell the actors <laughs> so the, the company then the company name is uh, Paradox Theatre Company yeah yes what's the what's the meaning behind the name um, Where did it come from? We were we spent a long time mulling over the name, many a coffee, and and a meeting was had where we, we you know you have a selection of different names, and we originally were thinking, well, we'll do something you know very local, very Manx, you know the Manx Shakespeare thing or the Manx drama, and then we looked at everything. And we went, everyone has a really Manx, you know, the, it's it's um, 
you know, Max Ops, DC Union, they've all got, a lot of them have Max the Three Legs productions and things. We thought a lot of them have taken the good names <laughs> for, for local <laughs> for local things. And we went, mm, would we want to? And then we thought, well, why don't we, you know, we're doing classic plays. Let's take it right back to the original classics, which is Greek theatre. You yes. know, that's that's the classics. So we went and and the the Parados, um, which spelled D O S, not D A S. Um, Sorry, O D O S, not A D O S. I can't even spell. There you go. <laughs> Come and see our productions, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but we, um, that was the chorus entrance. It was the entrance the chorus would come into, into into a Greek theatre. And we thought, well, that's good. We're arriving. This is what we'll do. It's classic. It's good. And it's a good kind of punchy name. Um, and it's one that, you know, you don't have to, you know, it, it, it's kind of a bit different. You know, yeah, we yeah. wanted something that's a bit different, a bit unique, and make people go, oh, that's, you know. A bit of symbology linked to it as exactly, well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Excellent. So is the intention then to, to do sort of a, a majority of Shakespeare, but with a few other sort of classics thrown in along the way? I think that's probably the plan to, to start with. Yeah. Um, there's a good repertoire there that we can that we can tap into. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we have the audiences that are supporting us and, and that they're wanting it, then absolutely. Yeah. Um, we're happy to be um, producing something that, that we both love ourselves. Um, and, and if there's audiences there, then we'll, we'll give it to them. If we can then branch out and look at other other little bits and pieces, then, then maybe we will. Yeah. And uh, hopefully our audiences will sort of be coming to us at some point and saying, we'd really like you to do this. And yeah. We'll have, a, we'll have a little think about it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the, the whole thing is, you know, we're open to a lot of that. We, we, we've, we've identified the niche. And yeah. We've said that's, that's the lane. That's where we're kind of playing in at the moment. But... In terms of saying, you know, we're not saying we're just going to do Shakespeare. There will be a lot of Shakespeare that we do, and we yeah. think that there's opportunities to do a lot of Shakespeare, and we want to do a lot. But if, you know, there's audiences, it might be we go, well, we can do a couple of productions a year, and we'll do Shakespeare and, you know, an interpretation of a literary classic or something else, and get, give that kind of diversity of, mm-hmm. of different types of theatre to, to the island, to the Manx audiences, who um, I think are a lot more theatre savvy than people give them credit yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant I mean, there's a couple of really sort of interesting things out there I, I mean personally I'm a, a great fan of Inside Number 9 um, oh yes and if we could stage a couple of those live <laughs> I think that would be fantastic but that might be a bit of a bit of a pipe dream yeah I think once we <laughs> once we have a show and draw a belt and maybe have yeah, a, we can have a box a of reputation, pipe dreams then we, can, then we can reach out to Steve Pemberton <laughs> and the BBC and, uh, <laughs> the, first, the first episode of the most most recent series was all the Comedia dell'arte wasn't it so yes, yes that's fantastic yeah. and then, like you've got um one man, two governors. That's that's based on the same yeah. comedian yeah. art as yeah. well. So yeah, yeah. there's options. I guess opportunities there for the future for for things like that as well. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, there's loads of there's loads of really well known, you know, good level plays that just don't get done over here. You yeah, know, at the Gaiety, and you're thinking, or, or or anywhere, and you're thinking, well, there's loads of opportunity here for. I mean, um, the Mousetrap, the Bachman Snell did is a prime example mm. of of a, a, a classic play that a lot of people had heard of. That when it came over, loads of people went to see because yeah. they've always went. You know, they can't get over to London to see it, or they haven't had the opportunity. And when you say, "Well, we'll put it on here," people go, "Great!" You know, if we're able to do it, then we'll do it. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, we had To Kill a Mockingbird, and mm. I, I was down watching that, and the place was absolutely packed. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. fantastic to see. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the um, Easter Festival of Plays every mm. year, it's a shame how empty the place can be some nights and you're thinking mm. these some of these plays are fantastic and mm. people have travelled over to the island to, to, to put them on and they, they really deserve a much better audience mm. but but and I think some of these big productions and Ed, like with, with To Kill a Mockingbird it was so great to see the place so full with yeah. just, I guess a high profile play I suppose yeah really. definitely brilliant right so let's get to know a little bit about, about you guys <laughs> and, and, and where you've come from so how did you both get started actually how what sort of got you into theatre in the, in the first place um, I'm probably the earliest starter, I would say. Um, Alex and I have known each other since primary school, so we're very long-term best uh, close friends, best friends. And um, but I there, there was a hesitation. Close friends, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the I, I did. I I was doing. Um, theatre bits and pieces from when I was very young I think the first um, I'm sure we'll get to your fun questions but um, from the first Gaiety production I did was was uh, when I was eight years old I did I was in it was Workhouse Boy and Oliver Twist and then I'd done shows at school and I, I, I from up until probably just before university I went I want to be and that's kind of what I wanted to do uh-huh. um, and then so, so I'd been doing plays for ages and then stopped I kind of did a lot of theatre and then did when I was younger then early teens did some of the guild and then went oh I'm I did some TV presenting things at school like the IT department did them and then I did a couple for the Almond government I went oh now I'm going to be a TV presenter and then acting is not working I'm going to be a TV presenter and then just didn't do anything and then after 10 years of not doing any acting at all at 23 somebody said oh Parker and Snell are looking for someone to be in 
the mousetrap um you sort of fit the bill just go along and speak to carl parker and didn't even audition you just went to need somebody and they got and they, they, they did well, i say that they did look at me and they went oh yeah and they kind of got caught the bug again so i've been acting for many a year and um and i've really grabbed back onto it with with great gusto <laughs> brilliant i mean i was same i was i was full in it from sort of about 12 13 and then mm. i got sort of into my late teens started playing rugby mm. and kind of drifted away for for a few years yeah but it was kind of the the, the rugby season and the rehearsal season for, <laughs> for, for like the ops and the DCU yeah. shows with, with the same one and kind of like yeah I, i'm really enjoying my rugby and i'm really enjoying my theater what I don't want is an injury mid-February. It's <laughs> really going to affect me doing the show. So I then gave up the rugby and uh, and then came back to back to theatre yeah. full time. I think my my body was also telling me it was time to give up the rugby as well. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's the first role? What was your first role then? Um, my first my first role. Well, my first role at the Gaiety was was as was a workhouse boy and all of a twist. My first role. Oh god, probably. I mean, back in Sunday school, I was. I think I was Noah when I was, you know, about five years old, four classic, or five years classic, old. Yeah, the classic, classic interpretation. Um, you know, and the animals have gone onto the boat. You know that sort of thing. <laughs> and then, and then a nativity. I think I was. You know, you, you do. Obviously, everyone's done that second star from the right at the back sort of role <laughs> when you're in reception. Here's a tambourine and. Um, but then kind of started doing more leading roles in school productions and, and narration roles and things like that. And, and, and there really kind of got the bug. And then you've got teachers who kind of encourage you and go, well, you've, mm. you know, you're quite good at this. They're doing a production of this at the Gaiety. Why don't you go and audition? And, and, and the usual kind of story, I think a lot of the, the local acting community have had, you know, yeah. the same sort of, uh, sort of stories. So, yeah. I'd probably say something like that it was, it was a first, a very first role, um, some school nativity production. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Alex? What, how did you get started? So I uh, was roped into helping at a school production of uh, 13 the Musical uh, back at St. Indian School many, many years ago now. And uh, I was just sort of help helping hand. And towards the end of it, I, I actually quite enjoyed it. And I'd always enjoyed theatre beforehand and going and actually watching. And um, it was it was Rachel Withington, um, who has her own dance school, Dancers Bar, uh, who said, you seem to be enjoying this. Do you want to come and help out at a Gaiety show? And I sort of hesitant. Sort of, oh, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was Laxey Primary School's production of Bugsy Malone. Oh, wow. Uh, so I went down and uh, and helped uh, crew that and I think just caught the bug from there, really. And sort of then signed myself up to lots of things and was doing all sorts of productions with all sorts of different people. Um, I did some shows with with Manx Ops, and I got um, sort of involved in uh, with the Youth Arts Centre when they were doing Rent back in 2011, 2012. Yeah. Um, so I was I sort of had my first uh, title role then as, as deputy stage manager for the first production, and uh, and then when we came back a year later, I was I was stage manager, and uh, yeah, I think I, I caught the bug from there, and I was doing little bits and pieces of sort of technical work. Uh, with with the Villa Marina and doing uh, some live music events as well, and uh, yeah, sort of fell in love with it. Uh, and did lots of lots of bits. So you've had always had more of a, an affinity to the dark side then, rather yeah, than the, definitely. the, the yeah, shiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like I don't know why. Um, I have done a little bit of acting before. Yeah. And uh, in my day job, I stand You're up and yeah, I, yeah, I stand up and advocate. <laughs> uh, stand up in front of court, which is is a performance in itself. Um, but now I've I've always preferred the, the the sort of logistical and practical side of, of backstage and thinking through problems and uh, and running things that yeah. way. It was I've never actually told him this. I'm going to tell him on live air. But um, Alex was part of the reason why I suddenly started getting the bug again to get back into theatre because I hadn't <laughs> acted for a while. And Alex suddenly started doing all of these shows. And he got, I'm in the gate to do this. And I'm getting this to do that. I'm thinking. I miss the gaiety, you know. Yeah. I miss, I miss the smell. I miss the theatre. I miss, I miss that. And so I was looking, and it was happen chance when I when I uh, did match trap and things that, that they came along. But I was looking for something because I'm thinking, I'm starting to get that bug back again. I'm starting to really want to get that back. FOMO. Yeah, yeah tread, tread, tread the boards again <laughs> and, and 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 get back on stage. And it's it's that it's that old that old adage, isn't it? It's the, it's the, the cast. It's the, it's the big happy family, and it's, mm. you know, it's yeah. there's a, there's a great group of people that you see show from show, and then. There's some people that certainly like on on the tech side of things that you won't see when you're in rehearsal week after week after week. But then when you get back into the theatre again and you 
you're there and you see Seamus and you see Ted and yeah. the, other, the other guys yeah. that always come down and work backstage yeah. on every show. It's like, oh, it's back again. Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like you've never been apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got that uh, sort of, it's a, it's just a magical place, isn't it? It mm. sort of reunites everybody and. Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful theatre. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and I forgot that in, in, a, in a way. You know, you, you kind of, and every time I go in, even when I'm just watching performances, I get this yeah. almost a rush. And you're thinking, oh, I, I love this. Yeah. You know, and this is this is great. And and I think it's really good having that space because it actually, in a way, makes you support the, your fellow actors and the other companies more in a mm. way because you're going, you know, you, uh, it's good to see somebody really nail the show in that space. You're mm. going, that's brilliant. That's what this theatre was made for. And it's just it's just awesome to see. And I, I mean, obviously, I, I know so many people that are, that are involved with, with, with plays and, and, and shows on the island. And it's so nice to go and watch a show. And you suddenly stop looking at your mate Tony on stage, and you're seeing yeah. you know, the, the, the yeah. characters, yeah. and you get yeah. drawn into the story, and you think, yeah. "Oh, this is this is great." <laughs> yeah. But there's so many. The, the 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 other thing is as well is there's actually so many spaces on the island that are amazing for shows. Mm. You know, we've got a lot of good theatre mm. spaces for, for from the smaller societies that are doing them in, you know, church halls and town halls down south and places. They're still great, great. You, know, you go in them sometimes. You think oh, this is a lot more set up for this than I thought it would be. You know, there's quite a lot of tech in them. And the Centenary um, Centre at Peel is great now. Oh as yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah no, fabulous. And you know, Balakamine Studio Theatre mm. and King's Court Theatre. And you go to all of these places and you're thinking, you know, uh, you know. And then we've got such beautiful outdoor spaces yes. for theatre as well. I think they need. You know, that's one thing that we started talking about was, you know, we need to do more. Um, out, uh, use the spaces more. You know, we really want to get theatre out there to the different areas of the Alman, as well as the beautiful Gator Theatre is, is is everywhere you possibly can, and and it's just growing in my view. I think theatre over here, outdoor performance, Scream's Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Take a note. <laughs> I've got the book, Alex. Put it down. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hamlet, the father screaming from the battlements. Yes. <laughs> it was David was quite keen when we first started talking to David about this. He yes, was, he was quite keen on the yeah. sitting on the back of a. Yeah, we nearly did as well. Yeah, yeah, we nearly we nearly did because, and we were like, "Oh, let's just rein ourselves in slightly first. Let's just, you know, let's do a safe space where we can slightly control the environment for our first show (laughs) before we go and do um, something on the road." But yeah, no, it's definitely something we've got we've got ideas for. Yeah, I I had a a great idea for 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 a travelling company and 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 a using a, a big uh, crate container but I'll, I'll tell you about that later after yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're, like, we well, yeah. uh, we're announcing now Neil is our yeah. <laughs> <laughs> technical advisor <laughs> so um, I guess over the years then what's what's been the favourite role that you've played oh um, I think my favourite role was we did there was a we Parker and Sell did a production of The Importance of Being Earnest a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and I played Algernon Moncrief and it was a The Importance of Being Earnest is a play I've always wanted mm-hmm. to do for a long time and, and when Carl said oh we're thinking of you for this role I was like yes I was like yes oh, yes. oh, oh, oh yeah you know a bit, a bit cool you know, oh yeah maybe I don't know I'll see what I'm doing thinking I'm not doing anything definitely I'm definitely doing it <laughs> and, and I, re- I really enjoyed that it's also actually the role I had my my, my most near death experience on stage with where I, I had to jump over a chaise long that we had on the stage and every night I'd done it, it was fine and then one of the near the end of the run I jumped caught my toe on the edge of it went forward right to the edge of the band pit nearly Stop myself, and the whole—I felt the whole audience going to go like that, you know, waiting like, "Oh, we're about to watch this man break many, many bones." And then just looked at um, John Walker, who was playing <laughs> Ernest, and was just kind of looking at each other, going, "Okay, we're okay. Everyone's okay. Okay," and just crack on. <laughs> um, but no, that's—I think that's my favourite role. Brilliant. I mean, that reminds me. I was watching the, the Friends reunion the other, the other night on on Sky. Oh yeah. And there was there was a clip where it was around. There, there was an argument with Joe, between Joey and Chandler about a particular chair. And they were regaling the story of this, and they they'd done three takes or four takes, and for whatever reason, they decided to go for a fifth one. Mm. And as he kind of ran and jumped over the table to land on the chair, he he kind of caught his toe and landed on the shoulder and on on the the chair and dislocated his shoulder. Yeah. Thinking, oh, yeah, I saw that. And oh. then they had to write it into the next episode that <laughs> Joey had an accident. Yeah. Yeah. For the next three episodes, his arms in, in the sling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Thankfully, never had. I was having this discussion. Uh, it's Christine Wilde's uh, Wizard of Oz. We were, we were talking uh, with a couple of uh, technical guys about show stops. And I've fortunately never had to stop a show because of somebody sort of falling over and injuring themselves. Mm. And touch yeah, some touch, more, touch, touch, touch yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it breaks the immersion if you're doing like a Victorian play and three St John ambulance members come yeah, on in yeah, bright high vis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? Uh, hello. <laughs> yeah, we need to run on stage and give this man first aid. Quick, we'll just put this period costume on first. <laughs> I'd, uh, I did, did pantomime with, with Dreamstar a couple of times, and this is 
must be about 15, 16 years ago now. And we did Robinson Crusoe, and I was Man Friday. Oh, yes. With a spray tan and a wig that you probably couldn't do today. <laughs> you know, 15, 15 yeah. years ago, it was yeah. just about acceptable. Yeah. So I'm barefoot running around on the stage, and I think we were using the traps as well. And the trap on stage right, the top of it was slightly loose, and I'd come running across as part of, part of the dance routine and, like, took the skin off the top oh. of my toe. But, like... 25 seconds into a, a three and a half minute dance routine so they had to like finish oh, the whole God. routine and then get off stage take my toe back up and crack <laughs> on again you're just wiping blood across the stage <laughs> just, <laughs> just trying not to just trying to bleed too people much people in the audience this is a really dark version of this <laughs> <play."> <laughs> I think that trap top is still a little bit wobbly <laughs> noted I guess favourite show then that you've been involved in Alex I think it's going to have to be yeah, I think it's going to be rent back in 2012. So it was my first proper sort of big scale gaiety production as stage manager. And um, I, that show was just fantastic. And, and I love the music in that show so much. I love the story behind it. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was just a magical experience. And I will never forget that show. Um, even, you know, the ones I've done since, uh, I've been involved in some fantastic productions since then. Um, but that one, at sort of the age of, I don't know, 17, 18, whatever I was at the time. Uh, it was just, yeah, just a fantastic, fantastic production. And I learned so much from it. Yeah. And, and it really sort of <clears throat> then skyrocketed me to then do all these other shows with all these other production companies uh, yeah. following that. And it was, I think it was like a, a repeat performance, wasn't it? Because it was from the Youth Arts Centre originally, and they'd done it a year or two before. Yeah. And then I became friends with quite a few of them in, in between because they'd come on to do a Max Operatic show. Yeah. And then when they said that they were doing it again next year at, at the gate, I thought, this is brilliant. And it was like in the week that I was on holiday and off the island. Uh. So I didn't get to see it, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love Rent, Rent's up there with, with, as one of my favourite shows. Yeah. So. And I think just like returning it that, that, that two sort of year, two years later, we were so close knit as a little family, um, having run this show, all of us at a sort of quite young age, um, and had been given an awful lot of sort of free reign of direction of how he wanted to do things um so when we then got back into the theater it was just like yeah going back to see your family again yeah and it was for the most part all the same people and uh, yeah i'm still incredibly close to all of them all of them now still brilliant okay then here's an interesting one which is the part that you were born to play i found this very difficult to answer yeah i yeah uh, i found this very difficult i'm kind of, i got to the stage where i'm going Oh, what, who, who's most like? Because because it's different from what who you most want to play. It's, yeah, it's, you've got to look yeah. at yourself really. Go, no, I'm not like them at all. You know, going oh, James Bond is the part I was most born to play. <laughs> and then you sat there, and my wife's looking at me, going, "You're not James Bond." Yeah, okay, you, you're Mr. Yeah. Bean. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Bean is who I'm um, No, I kind of went with. I'm going. I'm going to go with a slight Shakespeare theme here. So I went with um, Horatio from Hamlet. I think is very similar to Ooh. me. Kind of a very loyal friend. Um, survives uh, <laughs> and you know and, and, and I was kind of like, I, I like that but then I also went but there's kind of a kind of a bit of, there's a bit of a kooky sort of kind of flavour to me as well a bit of a crazy thing so I went Bert from Mary Poppins for a bit of a kind of high cheeky chaffy sort of smiley face alright Mary Poppins alright right, oh yeah or Mary Poppins and then uh, the Mad Hatter as well I think it's just, oh. just a kind of fusion of the three really just could, could throw it all together flavour of Charlie's personality there yes yeah, <laughs> just the many colours of my personality to be honest um, so yeah I, could, I really I, was, I really struggled with that one yeah Alex how about you yeah I struggled as well um, to the extent that I had to I had to go and ask some people in, in, in the office and uh, see if they could come up with some suggestions for me and uh, thanks to uh, Jessica McManus uh, of DQ and uh, of DCU Jess thought that uh, the best role for me would be Leopold Bloom from the producers <laughs> because uh, whilst I am an advocate I'm, I'm just desperate to be a producer and uh, <laughs> hopefully my employer isn't listening I do enjoy my job <laughs> are you going to sing the song now <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a producer yes. no 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 um, then, but, but then yeah. your, your employer is Mark Doherty. So. Yeah, well, yes, yes I think he's got exactly, understanding yeah. of my, uh, my yeah, theatre dreams. Say, <laughs> of, all the, of all the employers. <laughs> yes. He is probably the most I think DQ are going to start, uh, we're gonna start doing our own theatre production company soon. And we'll <laughs> oh, well, hang on a minute. There's, no, there's enough of us in from a whole different variety of on stage, off stage. Yeah, you should just start doing your own theatre shows. Just yeah, as yeah. as... <laughs> Law, the music. We'll do them in the office. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> Bit of Chicago, but the Razzle Dazzle. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, um, this then is this next one's probably more applicable to Charlie than, than Alex. But uh, what's the best and or worst costume that you've ever had to wear? I've got the same costume for this answer. So but do you know that comes up so many times. <laughs> yeah. So it was um, 
we did Alice in Wonderland a couple of years ago. A year, I can't remember. This coronavirus has thrown such a spin it's on twenty one. Yeah, so. I know. You're, thank, you, thank you. Where am I? Your brain sort of forgets. Oh yeah, last year. Oh no, wait. Last year, I was in my house, unable to leave. Um, no, so a couple of years ago, we did Alice in Wonderland, and I played the Mad Hatter, and. It, it, the costume was amazing. Um, Judith Fullerton Jude did the did the costume work, and she did a fantastic job. She did an amazing job. The makeup team was amazing. Best costume because it just was so fantastical mm. and so well put together and and stayed together. And, and you know, which with with wearing a costume on stage sometimes is is the the high point. If it's if it stays stitched together during the run, that's a big win. And and I loved it. Also, the worst costume though, because it was a quick change. I played Alice's father at the beginning of the right. role, so I'm I'm all I'm basically me. Yeah, and then had a, about a fifteen to twenty minute window to run off stage and get fully decked out, fully makeup up, wigged up, hat on, everything, and it involved running up to um the 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 floor at the top of the theatre where the whole makeup team was, right, being sat in a chair. Two people would do like do my eyes. One person would do my face, and then you would come along with the wig and then pin it violently into my head. <laughs> kind of staple, yeah, it into basically place. staple gunning it into place every <laughs> night. And there's like I- I'm trying not to cry so I don't make the makeup run because I thought, <laughs> you know, I don't want to come on stage and it looked like the Mad Hatter's had some sort of breakdown, which probably he has. And um, that, but uh, you know, what it what it looked, the final product was amazing, but the experience of having it put on at speed was slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm gonna put that as my best and worst. Excellent. I think I can offer a little bit of a of an insight. I suppose I, my well, I'm normally in show black, so uh, that's yeah, they're, they're quite comfortable uh, for, the, for the most part. Um, although recently, in towards the end of uh, Wizard of Oz, there's this sort of unwritten rule that if the production allows, the stage manager will sort of dress up for the for the last performance. And uh, I was quite adamant that I would do it, but I needed something that was practical. Yeah, and uh, so. Thanks to Jude again, I was dressed up as the Wicked Witch of the West, <laughs> and uh, I had a, a nice big long black dress on, with the hat uh, and a full face of green makeup and black teeth and everything else. Isn't and, that uh, the part you were born to play? <laughs> well, perhaps, perhaps it did. It did confuse some of the younger members of the uh, of the cast when they came into the the wings, and there were two witches there. Um, you be on stage, yeah. too. <laughs> but uh, no, it was practical. So because it was all black, I yeah. could still run on stage and do a scene change, um, which I saw I, a floating green face. <laughs> my dress flew out as I was spinning this house round on, did, on did, stage. Did you cackle as you left? <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe that was my maybe that was my best my best costume. So I have, I've actually been in a, in, a, in a few productions over the years where the the crew have been mm. dressed, they have been put mm. into costume because they've they've done scene changes in vision. Yeah. So I think one of the, the main ones of that was uh, was Sweeney Todd with the Manx Operatic mm. Society. We had this big cu- central sort of cube which turned around to be either the parlour at Mrs Lovett's or it was the it was the pie shop. But then on top was Sweeney's chair and there was a staircase that took you up. And the mechanism was that as he pulled the lever on the chair, you <clears throat> slid down inside yeah. this cube. But sometimes it was needed in the middle of stage, and sometimes it was pushed over to the side. And there was four crew that were dressed up like all the rest of the, of the ensemble with the hats on yeah. and the shirts and whatever. <laughs> and they just kind of sat at the side. And when it was time to move, they stood up, turned it around, and moved it to the middle, yeah. and moved it back out again, and just sort of wandered off. It's <laughs> a good gig for a free show, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Jesus Christ Superstar as well. I think some of the uh, some of the stage crew um, doubled as the the Roman guards. Yeah, certainly in the Max Operatic version that was done about. Ooh, Fifteen years ago, so yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it might have been done for Seven Brides for Seven Brothers as well. This, yeah, uh, I mean it's it's, it's it is done a lot. I think either get the cast to do it or <laughs> or, yeah. or dress them up. Yeah, I think it's the best way. Yeah. All right, the next one is the interesting one, and this is one where well people tend to have a little bit of difficulty with this. Although I think with the way that that um, genders are, seem to be more fluid within shows mm-hmm. now, I mean they they tend to recast males as females and things like that certainly mm. like a lot of a lot of the Shakespeare ones these days they've been taking like they did Hamlet with Maxine Peake didn't they and, yeah. And, yeah. And, and things like that so this is the part that you could play of the opposite gender I again I'm going to jump on the shake I, I actually came to this very quickly weirdly <laughs> I, that was, I, this, this was easier than which are you born to play wow. this, I was like I know exactly what I'm going with um, I would be Lady Macbeth I think it's a great part mm. you know if it's done well it's it's one of the most standout roles that that Shakespeare wrote. I think you watch in in Macbeth. I th- I think really when you when you're watching the scenes between Macbeth and Lady Macbeth, thinking what a strong character, yeah. <laughs> like and a dangerous dangerous woman. It's re- and it's and when they're played really well, you're going that's made. So that's the part I really like to have a go at. If 
the ro- if the gender if the roles were reversed, I, I may well do one day. I may well just you know Maybe. again do the swap Maybe. around. You just know, completely just swap it around. You yeah. know, you know, Mac- Lady Macbeth is kind of the the Macbeth character, and Macbeth is is the scheming husband. So I don't know. The, there was a great um, production. I think it was the the National Theatre rather than the RSC, mm. and they took the story of Midsummer Night's Dream and they switched they switched it around. So rather than than Oberon tricking um, Titania, yeah. it was Titania that tricked Oberon, and Oberon then ah, fell in love yeah. with Bottom. And, uh, it was a fantastic production. It was brilliant. There's some great music in it as well. But yeah, mm-hmm. so that's an interesting way of switching the roles around. Yeah, no, it is, you can do a, you can do a lot with them. If it's done well, they are uh, quite good. So that's mine. Who, who's yours? Is it the Wicked Witch of the I, West? Well, I really, <laughs> it probably should be now. I really, I really, really struggled with this one because obviously not being a an actor um I, I sort of thought about well what role would i like to do if i was going to swap roles go and go onto stage and then and then what would i do if i was going into a female sort of role if i was to go from stage into into oh, sorry backstage being to on stage um I, I think i would quite like to be javert i know that's a male mm-hmm. role but if i was to switch go yeah. actually move move jobs yeah. um then then javert i think i would do that. i can't sing but javert um well neither could russell crowe right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you just have to be able to jump into a river <laughs> and then if we if we went for the proper gender swap I, I i don't know why necessarily but i have always quite liked to uh, the narrator in joseph and i know the yes. narrator mm. is, is normally a female role yes. and it's not always but I do think there are some some lovely pieces of music. That, yeah, yeah. she has got some some great songs there from yeah. the narrator. Um, so yeah, I think if I, I had to do the gender swap fully, yeah. I would uh, I'd like to be the narrator for this. That's very good, brilliant. Okay, um, so like the last then of of these sort of regular little questions that we like to ask is um, to do with our Spotify playlist. Mm. So we uh, back in July last year, so almost a year ago now, um, we set up a Spotify playlist, which was basically our own version of sort of the ultimate musical theatre playlist. Mm-hmm. So Neil and I each put ten songs in to get it going because who really wants to listen to a playlist of three songs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then with each new guest that we've had on the podcast since then, they've added a song on themselves. So some of the highlights that we've got are uh, Perio Day's choice, he was was Being Alive from Company. Um, we had Bethany McGee had the I Love You song from the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. It's never a quick show to, to pronounce that one. <laughs> um, Lewis Kelly chose Waving Through a Window from Dear Evan Hansen. Tony Eccles chose When I Grow Up from Matilda. And uh, Jonathan Slight chose Damned for All Time from Jesus Christ Superstar. Mm-hmm. And he also specified that it had to be the movie version. <laughs> <laughs> So, chaps, which songs have you chosen and, and why? Well, you, I've just noticed from this list, had chosen the one I wanted to choose. Oh, no. Which <laughs> I, went, I went onto the list and was like, oh, it's already there, which was Wait For It from Hamilton. It's a cracker oh, of a song. It's the, love it's, it. It's my favourite. The, 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 the crescendo build-up where he goes boom and the whole chorus is joining. It, it completely... I mean, all of the songs in that play, in that mm. production, to be honest, make you... I mean, I, 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 I'm happy to admit, I saw it in London, which was massively special, and it was, you know, a, a, an amazing production. Mm. Um, and, you know, I'm quite happy to admit on there, I did openly cry at the, at the spoiler alert, when, when the sun dies, yeah. the song there, when, when they sing, you know, you hold your child as close as you can, and I just wept <laughs> in the theatre. I've got two and kids, like, yeah, gone. I know, I know, <laughs> nice. oh, I've, got my, I've just had my first, so now I'm definitely going to cry at it even more. Yes. Um, but... Wait for it was the one I, I I there's always a show when you watch it and you go I want to sing that that's mm-hmm. the one if I well if I could properly sing you know if, you, if, you, if you, the dream version of you in your head and I watch it go that's the one I would want because it's just awesome the the, the the change of it so you chose that one already and I was kind of going why right so, sorry but it's my list so. I, know, I, know, so, I know it's fair <laughs> enough okay, okay fair enough um so then I was then I got stuck on Hamilton in my head I'm thinking of all these Hamilton songs which are which I would go you know rumor it happens all of these ones I'm thinking but no I'm going to try and do something different and try and go for something different so I've actually gone for a slight cheat I've gone for a movie musical okay and I've gone from the greatest showman okay and I've got from now on from the greatest showman which is not the one I think a lot of people would you when you're saying the greatest showman immediately you're thinking of um this is me yeah. and you know or the, the, the opening number but from now on I really I really like again that you know it's Hugh Jackman's character, P.T. Barnum's hit rock bottom. You know the cast all come in, and it's 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 his singing or the singing of the lead which I really like. But it's mainly that 
boom, doom, boom, doom, boom, you know, the drumming. And, mm. and again, the chorus kind of makes you shiver and the, builds, the hairs and builds, and, they, and, builds. and they're harmonizing on top of one another, the layering of the song. And then it just kills itself from the, at the end where, where it just softens off yeah. and they kind of almost whisper off and you think, oh, that's a good, that was a good song. And, and, and that was my favorite from that one. I mean, it was, it was a close call between that and um, uh, other side, which which was of the one, the two hander with him and mm, Zach mm. Kefron when they're in the bar and they're mm. you know, bouncing on the table. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I, I thought that's really that because that's done really well. But I went with from now on because I thought you know what, I, it, when it finally is allowed to be done on stage, yes. you know, in eighty years time when the license <laughs> is cheap cheap enough for the big Broadway to do it, and um, to see you know to hear that live of them all kind of banging their hands and, and layering it up and and you know doing that, I thought that would be great. I love that. So that's why I went with. That's my choice. Brilliant. It's a good choice. It is a good Thank choice. Thank you, Alex. Oh, I had to think about this one, and I and I sort of came up with a list of five. <laughs> but I will only put <laughs> on a minute. I, but I sort of, I sort of, if I look at it now, and I will then eventually pick the the favorite one. The, the the one I was going to look at, I I also looked at the list, and it was already on there. Uh, oh, which is, what uh, you I was going to go seasons of love. That was that was sung by a group of my friends at, at my wedding. So oh, amazing. That's why that's yeah, in there. Yeah, okay, stop so, stop yeah. one-upping my wedding. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> um, yeah, no, I, so I was sort of having a, a think about a few. Um, Not While I'm Around from Sweeney Todd. <gasps> love that Till song. Till I Hear You Sing. Mm. Um, love Never Dies. I, I do love that song. Just like I say, Not While I'm Around is also on my list. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good, well, good. <laughs> um, so the one I eventually went for, um, it was a musical I was involved in. Uh, when I was at university, and it's the very sort of closing number of, of Act Two. Um, it's the sort of moral of the story comes out, I suppose. Um, so I'll go with Children Will Listen from Into the Woods. Oh, yes. And if I'm going to be picky, I'll go for the Bernadette Peters version. Okay. <laughs> In um, French. No. <laughs> yeah. So they've, they've just killed the, uh, the giant that comes down from the beanstalk. Um, the baker has lost his wife, unfortunately. And uh, he's trying to calm his child. And um, the Wicked Witch, which has now become the Good Witch, is telling him the story that children will listen. Careful what you're saying to children, because they are the future. And uh, what you teach to them now will have an impact later later down the line. Mm. Um, so it's that nice little moral at the end of the story. Um, but Bernadette Peters' version of it is it's just fantastic. Um, and it starts off nice and low and then comes up to a big crescendo. And uh, yeah, I, uh, it was a fantastic production that I was involved in whilst across. And um, yeah, I always sort of get tingles when I, when I mm. hear that song. It is those songs that you just made. And, and I think it's something you don't get from a lot of other things that musical theatre, good musical theatre, is mm. that feeling of just being almost out of body experience just mm, yeah. punches you right in the, the gut chills and the hair yeah. stand up in your arms yeah. yeah and you just fully focused in yeah. although I feel like you did a lot more of a lead in than I did I'm just there going oh, they're all going bang 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 <laughs> and then you're there it's a really moral story about how if you tell children this stuff like, oh. spot the lawyer in the room yeah <laughs> well, I am also a lawyer yeah. problem. <laughs> okay <laughs> we're going to cut that because we cut out yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay well that's that's brilliant thank you very much um so we've you know we've actually had quite quite a um theater packed month actually yeah in recently obviously with the 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 lockdowns it kind of pushed things back up mm. backwards a bit and you know they, they came sort of quick and fast on top of each other so we've had as we mentioned earlier on we've had the wizard of oz uh, we've had to kill a mockingbird also the national theater collections Isle of man team had their performance of windrush generations up at the youth arts center which was fabulous mm. by the way and i wish them all the, the very best of the luck with, with that competition yeah, i hope definitely. they do do very very well uh Peel Looney Pants also had their adult pantomime cinders <laughs> the other week, and that seemed to go down very well as well. I've spoken to a few people that went, and they said they had, they had a, a fantastic time, probably far too much fun for for a pantomime, really, as, as grown adults. Um, and then also, just in in the last few days, we've, we've also had Hello Little People's production of The Twits, which was... Oh, which is brilliant brilliant yeah, yeah absolutely fantastic and you were you were involved backstage on that as well i was i was the stage manager and and the deputy stage manager for that for that show mm-hmm. um and it was fantastic and uh, i saw chloe and michelle earlier today actually and uh, they're still completely knackered and, yes uh, <laughs> i think they've slept for about 36 hours and uh, yeah the, the energy and enthusiasm that, that the two of them had uh, throughout that show and throughout the entire run was fantastic and the atmosphere backstage was just just electric everyone was so sort of excited and happy to be there 
Um, uh, yeah, and how the two of them managed to do everything that they did. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, they've they've done an amazing job with you know in, in such a short period of time to to set that group. I mean, if we can have half the success and that they have, uh, yeah. and then I, mean, yeah. I think we're laughing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they, they they were the same. They literally met over an ice cream in mm. in Peel, and yeah. and that's how Hello Little People was born. So yeah. Uh, yeah, let's hope you guys have as much luck as they have. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, oh, the the the. The twits, though it was, it was fantastic. It was such a simple, basic set as well, and then, mm. but then everything was was there from the from the trunks which they came up out of, and the, yeah. the costumes were so cleverly done as well. Yeah, and all the the d- different bits and pieces that they 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 brought to to be each of the different characters, mm. and, and then the, sort of the puppets and props as well. Yeah. Where, you know, there's the birds on mm. on the end of a broomstick. And yes. It was obvious that it was on the end of a broomstick, but it, it just worked. Um, and the mugglewumps and the roly poly bird. Um, Oh, the Roly Poly yeah. Bird was was fantastic. Maybe that would be my dream role if I could be the Roly Poly Bird. The Roly Poly <laughs> Bird. Now, can I change my answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. The, the 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 costumes were were brilliant, and um, just the little tricks that they were playing on one another. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I mean, it's a fantastic story. Um, but but their their staging of it was was brilliant. Yeah, and I saw that on the the Saturday afternoon. My my two kids absolutely they were enthralled the whole way through, and then we'd. We'd been to Pride beforehand. We went into into the theatre, then went back to Pride afterwards, and then we saw the, the pair of them having come out with about half an hour to go between each show, desperately trying to get some food before yes. going back in again. <laughs> but the queue, I think the queues were were, uh, were against them in that one because it was yes. so so well well attended that the Pride um, event there on on Saturday, yeah. Yeah. which is amazing. I think oh. you know the, to, to 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 see that and, and the response from the from the island public. And yeah, it's just you know we jumped in at the end of that show that night. And uh, we thought, oh, we'll just go for a just go for a quick beverage. So uh, <clears throat> again, that was nice. It was all of the crew and all of the cast, and we all went next door and uh, and saw out the night there. And I think uh, it's midnight before most of us got home, which. A couple of sore heads on the for the Sunday matinee. Yeah, but, saying, yeah. you, you, you didn't know Peter O'Toole, did you? Where someone had to come and run and say, "You're on now. You're on out of the pub." <laughs> okay, looking forward. Then uh, we've got a couple of bits and pieces that are coming up over the over the next month or two. Um, a lot of dance shows. Uh, there's the Academy of Dance. They're having an evening of dance at the Gaiety on the second and third of July. The service players are then in the Gaiety with Marion or the True Tale of Robin Hood from the eighth to the tenth of July at the Gaiety. Then Dancers Bar are in doing Snow White at the Gaiety from on the seventeenth of July, and then we've got Tailoring Productions in from the seventh to the fourteenth of August performing a chorus line. But also, just noticed this week that on the Sunday night, I'm guessing obviously they're not doing a production of a chorus line because they're having uh, another Sunday night at the yes. Gaiety. So mm. there's there's a bit of a variety a variety yes, yeah. a variety yeah. night, um, and I believe this time round that they're, they're focusing on their um, their junior company. Yep. Because obviously, a chorus line is pretty much well; it is entirely an adult company show. Yep. So, uh, although the the evening show then is going to be con- concentrated around the junior company, there are going to be some some guest appearances from from some well known adults yes. along the way. So that's going to be interesting, right? Okay, so um, let's have a quick recap then. So, Parados Theatre Company, uh, you're putting on Much Ado About Nothing. Somewhere around Easter next year. Yeah. Yep. Auditions? We get an idea for auditions yet? We will come to them. <clears throat> so what we've decided to do, I think, for our, our first show is before we wanted to actually release it to the world, again, we wanted to sort yeah. of see if there were people who might be interested rather than announcing this and then nobody signing up at all. Um, so we've spoken to a few people and we've got a, a few more people to speak to um, who will hopefully want to get involved. But what, what I would say is anybody who would like to be involved in any way, shape or form, whether that be on stage, backstage, um, <laughs> I see your hand there, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, doing whatever it might, whatever they might want to is, um, is get in touch because we're, we're, we're more than happy to to work with lots of different people and you know people who have perhaps never been involved in theatre before yeah. and, and want to learn a little bit of technical theatre or, or want to have their first uh, experience yeah. then get in touch and if there's the interest then then we'll look to uh, to open it up a and, bit yeah and I think part of what we really wanted to do with this company is to give local actors that opportunity who haven't had the chance to do plays like this so yeah. Um, if anybody's interested or just wants to chat, to be honest, to start with and say, well, what is it that you're doing? And I, and I have always thought about doing this, but what, what do you think? And we can talk through what we're doing and, and how we're doing it, but definitely send us an email, express interest in what you wanted to do. If you want to be in the show, you know, it's not, we're not saying we're not 
doing auditions or anything like that yeah. we will listen and see everybody who we possibly mm. can because we want the main thing with this is it's not a you know cronies club or anything like that it is we want the best people yep. at the best time because the approach that we're taking is it, it's neither a cronies club nor is it a social committee you know yep. we're doing we want to do professional plays the best that we can to showcase the best talent for the best roles on the island mm-hmm. and to do that i think that you've got to kind of have a mix of both really to start yep. with in terms of you know tapping up people who you think well listen we think you'd be good for this come and have a read yep. or talk it out and then to find the diamond in the rough or the people who haven't done something for ages or haven't done something at all who's yeah. only coming in oh can i read for this i'm really interested in playing this part we go okay fine let's hear you and they do it and you blow knock your socks off you know yeah. and, and that's what i would love to see that so um anybody who's interested from the front uh to, from being on stage but also anyone who want is interested from the production side i think alex is happy to take you under his wing mm. and um I definitely have no. That, that's the beauty of our company is that we have this double header yeah. <laughs> where I can kind of go, oh yeah, I know, you know, some lingo of actors and then Alex. But as soon as somebody says, you've got a wash, what do you want to do with this wash? And here's four shotgun mics. And so we do, I go, I just turn off. I, go, I don't know. Just tell me where <laughs> to do. stand. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> t- show me the words and tell me where to stand and I'll go over there. And then Alex just spews out all the language and knows what he's doing. So I just go, we'll wheel him out. <laughs> And Perfect. I think just a, a quick sort of shameless plug then of, of how people get in touch with yeah, us. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. How do we, how do we <laughs> get in touch? Um, <clears throat> so, social media, we've all got the, it's the same handle for everything. So it's Paradox Theatre. So facebook.com slash Paradox Theatre, mm-hmm. Instagram.com slash Paradox Theatre. Um, and then we've got the website, paradoxtheatre.im. And then for emailing, it's info at paradostheatre.im. And just a reminder, Paradox is spelled P-A-R-O-D-O-S. Yes. Charlie has to say this <laughs> Charlie has to say this continuously because it took him a long time <laughs> to uh, remember himself. Don't, don't tell them why I'm saying it. <laughs> well, well, what we'll do then for, to, to, to help people out then is we'll, we'll put all the links through on, on our Facebook page oh, we so we can <laughs> yeah. send the links through for yeah. people as well that way. No, as well. that'd be brilliant. Great. Well, guys, thank you very much for coming thank along you. and thank chatting and, and, and we wish you all the, all the best of luck and, and maybe close to the time we'll come back and you'll tell us all about the, the wonderful production and what yes. you do about nothing. Yes, the amazing performance that you've done. Yes, <laughs> yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. Great. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you very much. Take care. And with that, we bring episode 24 to a close. Thanks once again to Alex and Charlie for joining me here in the studio and telling me all about Parados Theatre Company and their upcoming planned production of Much Ado About Nothing. Remember to like and follow our social media pages to get notifications of upcoming episodes and events. Don't forget to check out our Spotify playlist by searching for Manx Theatre Podcast. If you have any events that you'd like us to talk about or promote in a future episode, you can contact us through our social media accounts or by email to manxtheatrepodcast at gmail.com. All that remains is for me to say thanks for listening, and I hope you join me again next time on the Manx Theatre Podcast. I've been Neil Callan. Goodbye. The Manx Theatre Podcast. Taking a look behind the scenes of Manx Theatre. Men actors alive for me.